Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. And the topic of uh, today's podcast is the exorcism of Annalise Mikkel. Um, if you're familiar with the movie, the 2005 movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, um, that story was based upon a real, real events uh, with, uh, about Annalise Mikkel. And we're going to talk about uh, her life and um, some of the things that she went through. Her tragic end. Yes. But before we do... Um, let me introduce our panel. I am joined, as always, by the very lovely and talented, the queen of mean, the empress of evil, the mistress of the macabre, pill-popping, penis-loving Brandy. How are you today, Brandy? I'm fucking hungry, Tim. That's how I am. How are you? Why are you hungry? Because I'm hungry. Because I've not eaten anything in two days. Eaten anything real in two days. You're on a liquid diet. I am. Would you like some water? No, I got some. Thanks. Okay. And I'm trying to cope and, and be okay. And Well, I'm glad you're not eating difficult. popcorn. Well, I, I, clearly, you're glad I'm not eating popcorn. I, you know, I, I, I don't Nobody's know. You're not in it yet. This is her segment. Okay. Okay. So I have Brand, a segment. It's Brandy. my time. Okay, let's go. Right. So, how are you feeling about that? I feel hungry. You're trying to provoke that. the girl. Would you stop it? No. What I'm trying to do is hungry. asking her to share how she's feeling because she is going to be... Uh, away for a little while and not sharing purpose that with you uh, that's mean but um, you're going to have um, surgery right yes and you're going to be out for a couple weeks yes so we're going to try to podcast we're going to try to work something out where we can you can join us if possible if you're not too drugged up or, if or especially drugged if I'm up. drugged up if she is drugged up that I have would a be husband that will drive me yeah so we're going to see if that if we can do that if not um We'll do our best to keep podcasting until I'll you get on. I don't, I'll know soldier how we'll, on. I don't know how we'll manage. You have not been introduced. You haven't been introduced. She's got a point. Jeez. Let me introduce the uh, most dangerous. Well, then she can't talk when I'm talking. You're introducing your own introduction. No, because I'm interrupting your own introduction. I've already been introduced, so I can speak anytime I want. Yeah, she's got a point. She's here already. You're not here mm-hmm. officially yet. Does not and, seem fair. And I also want it noted that I'm here on time. It seems neither fair nor just. I punched the clock on time. I was a little late. To be up in this biatch. Let me introduce a, the most uh, dangerous man in podcasting today. A man of uh, uh, little uh, moral clarity. Uh, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard. Moral clarity. 
Hawk Waters III, affectionately known as Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? Doing wonderful, Timmy. And and thank you. I do like to think that I am the moral compass for the show. Shit. Yeah, you really are. Well, um, certainly not you over that. I, I never claimed to be. This is this topic is really going to be close to Brandy's heart. You know, mm-hmm. she, gets, she gets a little nervous when you start talking about exorcism. I know. It's happened to her like three or four times. <laughs> yeah. There have been nine priests go through Brandy. Yeah. To <laughs> Does your skin start to crawl when you hear the word exorcism? Or? No. She yeah. don't even sweat no more. Yeah. No, I got it. 23-year-old priest, hair all turned white, coming out of Brandon Devil's house. (laughs) You fuck with the bull, you get the horns. (laughs) You know, I was just thinking about that the other day. What? When when, when one of our our presidential candidates said, grab him by the hoo-ha. Yeah. I think what he meant was kind of like when people say, grab the bull by the horns, only... You know, different. Oh no, yeah, you no. know what he meant. He didn't say that at all. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that Easy. It, but don't no, don't they seem like the same thing? Like they it not. seems as smart to me, as wise to me as walking up to a bull and grabbing him by the horns. Oh yeah, I mean the result grabbing will, a wolf, The result will be the same. Yeah, you're gonna get yeah. gored. Yes. I mean you're gonna get crippled and gored and whatever. And, and that's why I thought they were similar. You talk about grabbing the bull by the horns. Well. Yeah, You're it's not going to have a good ending. You know what? But I'm sure the bull will react different if you grab him by his nuts. <laughs> well, that so, I mean, you know, yeah. they're not the same. Yeah. So anyway, um, let me give... Somebody grabs you by your ears. <laughs> that would hurt. Grabs you by your nuts. <laughs> that would let be me different. give some shout-outs to our uh, patrons. Patrons. Um, if you would like to be a patron to the show, you can do so by visiting... Patreon.com slash History Dweebs. Uh, we appreciate all donations. It helps us with the co- cover the cost of uh, associated with um, producing the podcast. It, this is a high, high... We're like the Bonanza. You know Bonanza was canceled because it was too expensive to make. We're like Bonanza. Yeah, it was like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like Dan Blockhart. <laughs> I'm like... I'm like... Uh, Hoss. Little Joe. I like to think of myself as Hoss. Was Hoss retarded? <laughs> he was slow witted. <laughs> yeah, that stupid hat. He, he had like a twenty gallon. I'm, I'm telling you what, that, I feel sorry mm. for the horse that he was riding on. I mean, here's an interesting fact about or that. The horse. You know, they always dressed in the same exact clothes because that way they could use other scenes and not have to film so much. Hmm. So Thank if you, you watch Bonanza, though. it was a first Why show the to come in color. You ever know that? But they. I don't know how. This how show, do I know a lot? That of show things? was on like for twenty five years. It was on a long. But time. they, yeah, they. I don't. In, or was that Gunsmoke? That was Gunsmoke. Okay. Um, but no, they dressed. It was the first one to come out in color. Miss People, Kitty was a whore. <laughs> she was a whore manga. A whore. A whore. She she was she a, was a whore mother. house den mother. Yeah. Yeah. She was. She was a mama son. Yeah. Aww. Love her heart. Yeah, but she had that. She was all right, but she had that little mole painted on mold. Oh, I mean, what? She had mold. She oh. a mold. A mold. mold? Yeah, mold. I don't mold? think she was moldy. I think she had a mold. A mold. Yeah. I think it was a. I think women. Call, she was a painted lady. Women called a beauty mark to me. Yeah, I called a mold. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Did you call it six other things since we've been sitting here? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get, let me get to the let me get to the Patreon Patreon shout out. So we like to thank. We would like to thank, and we're very grateful for those who support us on Patreon, we'd like to thank Chip and Alicia, Bridget, Jahara, 
Angelo, Andrew Happ, Cindy Lou, and her patch, her pirate patch, Brandy McBride, Amber McCain Scoville, and Jennifer Siemens. Thank you all very much. And Charlie, who joined Patreon, um, who joined supporting us. Yay, on Patreon. thank you. Thank, thank you, you all very, very much. We certainly appreciate it. And like I said, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, just visit patreon.com slash historydweebs. Um, let's talk about the exorcism of Annalise McKell. I'm going to screw up this name probably. It's I believe the name is Annalise. I don't think it is. <laughs> no, it is not Annalise. Annalise. No, it's not Annalise. That's <laughs> your nickname. Not, that's not her name. Um, so let's talk about Annalise McKell, okay? If you're sure. familiar with the 2005 movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, I saw that in the Philippines, by the way, just FYI. Did you watch it? You I watched? saw it. Yeah. It was not in the Philippines. It was in my living room. Yeah, well. Oh, so you didn't see it in the movies. I actually paid no. to see this fucking movie. Um, well, I paid to see it. I own it. What's your favorite uh, horror movie? Candyman. I never saw Candyman that. made never me saw cry. That. I never saw oh, it. I saw, and I saw it in the movie theater. Okay. Chuck, your favorite? Um, my favorite, I'd say, I like werewolves. I'm going to go with uh, American Werewolf in London. Not Teen Wolf? Not Teen Wolf, no. <laughs> I like the werewolf movies. I like yeah. the song, Werewolf. What's it, the song? Werewolf oh, of London. Yeah. Candyman. Candyman's a great horror movie. Stop doing never that. Seen Candyman's it. a great horror movie. And there's a movie called The Strangers that I made it through about 10 minutes. I saw minutes. that one. About 10 minutes, and I had to stop. I just I couldn't do it. And The Omen is wonderful. The Omen's a school, yes. The old Omen. Oh, now, there's an old, 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 old movie that's uh, kind of a horror, kind of a thriller. It's called The Other. It was a popular book, um, The Other. If you ever get a chance, read the that. book, look, or watch the movie. It's very, very good. Yeah. Um, it's got one of those endings that it just make you pucker right up. Gregory Peck's in the oven is so yeah. good. I love him. How about the worst one you ever saw? <sighs> Zombies of the Caribbean, but it had a lot of boobies in it. Zombievers. Zombievers? Yeah. <laughs> I never saw either. Dave made me watch that one time. Well, let me tell you the worst one I think is um those paranormals, <laughs> paranormal activities. I never watched any of those. I mean, the first one, I swear to God, it had four people in a whole movie. Four <laughs> through the whole well, fucking Blair show. Witch, look at Blair Witch. <laughs> yeah. That scared the shit out of me for a while. It wasn't even, it wasn't the worst, it wasn't my favorite, but it scared me for a little bit. And then, you know, I saw one of the girl, the girl in like a, you know, Steak and Shake commercial. I'm like, oh, okay then. My best, my favorite part of the, um, of, um, Paranormal activity is they bring in the para, you know right. parapsychologist, mm. the specialist, and you know he's like looking around and he's like, "Fuck, I'm getting out of here." He was there in like the scene for like a minute and a half. He didn't even stick around. Yeah, then the other three people just <laughs> yeah. carried that old yeah, movie. The, yeah, really. And one of them was from Cincinnati. One of the actresses. And nice. if you're old enough, you remember the old Hammer films with Christopher Lee. That he was the vampire, and yeah, that's the first one that they had the, the busty vampire. women in there. You know, they did, that's where they based Elvira on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but and there was just hints, subtle hints of lesbianism amongst the Jesus female Christ. vampires. What do you think about the Bride of Frankenstein? That hair that she had, just it just didn't do it for me. It didn't do it for me, but... I, I do you know like I, I do like the idea of holding on to the little bolts, like in an act. Yeah, if she's like doing a world. But why didn't they give a bigger boobs? <laughs> if you're gonna build a woman, give a bigger boobs. They they gave this woman like a B cup. 
Well, um, I mean, give a, give it a big old double D knockers if you're going to build one. But think about those bolts coming in handy. Jesus Christ. If there ain't no current running through them, you <laughs> never like know. I saw, but I didn't like the rest of them. Just okay. the first saw. Let's talk about him. That was Let's good. talk about Let's uh, talk about Andy Really? Because you don't want to talk about getting a BJ by a bolt neck <laughs> woman? No, I just didn't like that. I mean, that hair, I guess it was supposed to be because she was in shock or something. Because, you know, they say you get gray hair if you get yeah. shocked. And she's got this gray hair streak going up her head. And I guess they built her for Frankenstein to marry. But, you know. Yeah, she that, built for you. That just uh, you want somebody built for you. You need to order somebody from Japan. Uh, they can I'm build you exactly what you want. Uh, well, it wouldn't look like her, but yeah. she may have bolts. You can be Lars and the real girl. Timmy, what? Timmy and the real girl. Would you get if you, if you could if you could just check down a list? Mm-hmm. What would be two qualities that you would say? Oh, someone with a good personality. See, I would want mutism. I was gonna say you want silence. Silence, mutism. Um, borderline retarded. They'd have to be. No, because I'd want them to make me a sandwich, and I wouldn't want to. Because I, I like the cheese on. I'd top. be able to make you a mustard <clears throat> sandwich. Yeah, and you put um, those nasty Fritos on your sandwiches anyway. For our listeners, Chuck eats Frito sandwiches, which is totally. It's not unusual. It's I, gross. I like to take my sandwich thins and take a thick slice of cheese and put some Fritos on them and make a sandwich. It's gross. It's good. It's all it's, right. It's anyway, lunch. let's go to the story because we, we're trying to get to the story quicker these days. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the exorcism of Annalise. Yes. McHale. Still. Yes. If you're familiar with the 2005 (laughs) movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, the film centered on around a character named Emily. She was 19 years old, decided to. I thought it was centered on a guy named Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) She decided to leave her um, extremely religious family for the first time and embark on a career at a university. And then some strange things started happening, and her family began to uh, believe she was possessed. And that's the title, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Well, that movie was actually based on a true story, and we're going to talk about that. So, Annalise McHale uh, was born on September 21, 1952, in Liflin, I'm sure I'm saying this wrong, Oh, I'm sure you are too. Yeah. <laughs> Bavaria in West Germany. <laughs> you got Bavaria wrong. Uh, in Bavaria in West Germany. I've been to Bavaria. And it was in West Germany, which tells you what, Colonel? Um, that you didn't go to East Germany. Yeah, I mean, uh, back in the day, was Germany. The wall up? Yeah, the wall was up. You know, it, it always amazes me when I think about it how recent that was. But that's been over 30 years ago the wall came out. I was yeah, in the 80s. 80, I believe like I was like 21 years old, and I told Gorbachev, take down that wall. I think you did not. But anyway, at the time, <laughs> Germany was divided between uh, East and West, and she was in West Germany. Uh, she was um, um, born to a Catholic family, a very devout Catholic family. Uh, Annalise was brought up uh, with three young—she had three younger sisters— um, by her parents, Joseph and Anna. Joseph operated a small sawmill operation. As I mentioned before, the family were devout Catholics. And Annalise and her sisters were primarily cared for by her grandmother as her mother worked. And her grandmother brought them up and taught them about the Catholic faith. So, you know, she's getting a lot of 
homeschool in there. Were they Baptist? No, they were Catholic. They were devout Catholic. Yeah. I heard that somewhere, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Annalise was a bright and outgoing, very pretty girl, if you see her pictures. Um, and she aspired to be a school teacher. Like everyone else in her family. They were devout Catholics. Yes. She was very deeply religious and went to Mass twice a week. Went to bingo once a week. That's right. And, and hit the bar the rest of the time. Went to the fish fry on Friday. I do not know about that. But anyway... All those Catholics. Annalise, um, the home, there was a, a little secret in the house. There were some family secrets. Apparently, um, there, there had, the mother had an illegitimate daughter what? named Martha, who was born four years before Annalise. A bastard? Yeah, I'm not sure of the accuracy of this, so I'm just. This is just insane. <laughs> I'm just throwing. I'm just throwing this out. I'm not out saying there. she had no. I'm not saying she had a bastard child. I'm just. It's in some of the research. Rumor has it. The yeah. problem with trying to research the, the real story. The <laughs> yeah. The problem with trying to research the real story of this is that you know you. You, it gets mixed up with the paranormal stuff, so you don't. You, it's kind of hard to tell what's fact, what's fiction. But anyway. Apparently, they she had this. Uh, they, this family had this other daughter named Martha, who was four years older than Annalise, and she had died of kidney trouble when Annalise was just a, a baby. Uh, but this kind of shame brought to you know, kind of this was a pious yeah. family, so it kind of you know, it was a sore spot with the family. I bet. Now again, they were deeply religious. Yes, they were Catholic. Mm-hmm. Annalise. Uh, would, they was using the poor she method. would be forced to perform penance. Penance? For, yeah, for her sinful mother. Just a pittance. What yeah. the fuck? And oh. I don't know I don't know what she did. I don't know. I don't know if she had to hit herself well, in the back. Well apparently she's probably doing Hail Marys or hitting herself in the back with a belt. Yeah. I don't know. That shit hurts too. But the family um, became uh, turned to um, a fringe extremist Catholic groups, like the far extreme groups. Um, so that was her upbringing. Um, she was in a constant state of atonement for the sins of others. Uh, Annalise uh, rarely feel that, sister. Annalise rarely, please, <laughs> if ever, spoke it's about herself. Please. Um, she was a type of person who liked to help others. Yeah. She was constantly dis- her bad. displaying compassion and empathy for her fellow human beings. She was young. Often, uh, when there were uh, arguments in the family, Annalise would take the side of her younger her, of her younger sisters instead of her parents, because she liked to defend the rights of those who were weak or the weakest uh, and had trouble defending themselves. Um, she would spend most of her days reading and or at church and at night praying constantly. And dedicated the rest of her uh, time strengthening her faith, uh, her faith, and her spiritual relationship with God. So she was a very religious young lady, but bright, then well in school, had aspired to be a school teacher. Okay. Um, once Annalise became ill, she was placed in a hospital in Metalburg, Germany. Yeah, she became ill when yes. she was sixteen. Yes. Yes. Anything else you want to keep going? Or? No, go ahead. Continue. I got it. You'll okay. get it all. Thanks. 
Uh, it was an establishment specifically designed as a sanatorium for sufferers of tuberculosis. The consumption. The consumption. Which is what you have. My stepdaddy had the consumption, actually. Yeah, it Spent was... Spent 18 months in the sanitarium. It was there... He recovered. ...when she was 16 that she suffered her first severe convulsion and was diagnosed with having temporal lobe epilepsy. Ooh. Often, a person that meets the criteria, the medical criteria for grand mal seizures, they completely lose consciousness, they experience violent muscle contractions, um, they may notice an odd taste or a smell, which is known as an aura, and they let out these blood-curdling screams. Kind of uh, like you when I took away your popcorn. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, it was kind of like you as you were screaming. <laughs> as you were talking about it. Popcorn. It was like you when you were talking about taking your computer home. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Annalise began to seek treatment for her seizures, and she was placed on the drug Dilatin, 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 whatever. Uh, Annalise found little relief with the drug, and she began reporting that she saw devil faces while praying. Doctors then prescribed her another drug used to treat the symptoms of psychosis and schizophrenia. She fell into a deeper depression and continued to see visions, along with hearing voices telling her that she was damned, and that she was going to rot in hell. That's kind of is that kind of young for the onset of schizophrenia? No, it usually no. happens about. I thought it was like in the early twenties. No, about sixteen, twenty, something right. like that. All right. Annalise would have periods of stability that would allow her to do well in school. Um, in 1973, Annalise graduated and joined the University of Würzburg. Her classmates later described her as withdrawn and very religious. She couldn't keep her shit together very long, though. Uh, Later in 1973, she began hallucinating while praying and complained about hearing voices telling her that she was damned and going to rot in hell. Annalise's treatments in a psychiatric hospital did not improve her health and her depression worsened. Long-term treatment didn't help either, and she grew increasingly frustrated with the medical intervention. Uh, Being the devout Catholic that she was, she began to attribute it to demonic possession. Is that how, is that kind of how you guys work? I mean, do you do you take over? Is that when you when you're possessing somebody because you're on the devil squad? When you you've when got you're that over, orientation, I'm sure. Yeah, look down. I gotta look in the handbook. Yeah, look down. I can see one of the sixes. You might want to fix yeah. your hair on your scalp. I can see one of the sixes there. But uh, when you're taking over a poor innocent girl's soul, I mean, what is the what is the protocol? Annalise became intolerant of sacred places and objects. Oh, you're not going to tell us. If I told you, then everyone would know, and then that would be yeah, stupid. That's true. Yeah, it go viral. Yeah. We'll just ask Cindy Lou. She'll tell me. Uh, she became intolerant Ooh. of uh, sacred objects and places, and she, like the crucifix and whatever. Are you intolerant of a crucifix? Intolerant of you fuckers. <laughs> Annalise's condition began to worsen. She often had violent outbursts. She would injure herself. She ate insects. She even drank her own urine. No. Well, that's great. Uh, something wrong with that? So that's, so that's well, it. Well, she got to have something to wash down the bugs. Because it tastes good. <laughs> she did have to have something to wash down the bugs. That's horrible. That's awful. I mean, those flies, you know, they get stuck in your throat. Just, they do. And, you know, the one thing about, I mean, she went green. Well, when, you're going, when you're drinking your own grunt, Al Gore should drink his own urine. I, he probably does. So, she was then sent to San Demonio. 
Also yeah. Dimiano. No, it's a... San Dimiano, Italy? Yeah, it, it's a... Uh, Is that St. Demon? No, it's a uh, holy site. Uh, she went with a family friend who regularly organized such pilgrimages to holy places that were not officially recognized by the church. Her friend, who I'm sure had crazy medical background and experience, concluded that she was suffering from demonic possession because she couldn't walk past a crucifix and refused to drink the water of a holy spring. So that clearly means... I'm not drinking that nasty water either. No, that, and so that clearly means... I drink my own urine first. That gives you squirts. You drink that spring water, it'll go right through you. <laughs> The good thing is you could just put a cup down there and recycle. (laughs) After exhausting all the medical options, the the McHale family turned to the church for help. Yeah, this is not a good choice. Yeah. So both she and her family became convinced and consulted several priests asking for an exorcism. Annalise and her family... Anytime you consult the church for help, it's not going well. With a health issue. It's not bad if you're, like, going to the food bank at the church. Yeah. But when you need medical treatment, mm-hmm. unless you're going to a hospital named after a saint, mm-hmm. it's probably not good. Yeah. Uh, Annalise and her family petitioned the Catholic Church several times to perform the rites of exorcism on her and were denied. The church recommended that Annalise continue her medical treatment. Well, now that so was even a, the church is telling her, yeah. you know, go get her back on that. That's a responsible. That is. That is the responsible thing, thing to, to do. Yes. Annalise's condition worse, worsened physically, and she displayed aggression, self-injury, still drinking her own pee, still eating spiders, um, and she would often talk in strange voices and curse her parents. No, who doesn't? Well, who doesn't well, do that? Te- what yeah. teenage girl does not do that, for real? I uh, wonder if she had asparagus. Oof. Because you know it turns Yes, I know all, all about asparagus and piss. I know. Yeah. In November of 1973, uh... Annalise started her treatment with Tegretol, an anti-seizure drug, and mood stabilizer. Hmm. And remember, we're talking about uh, these uh, psychotropic drugs back in the seventies. So they really should have been good. She could. She should have. No, I mean there probably wasn't. Been done with it. My my point is it probably wasn't very good at the time or not advanced. They had all the good drugs in the seventies. Maybe we could slip that into some of the devil's protein shakes and. I say crucifix. It probably, probably tastes better. <laughs> That's true. Uh, let's see. You know, you could drink your own urine. And it would taste better. Well, I'm just saying, instead of the shakes. Instead of the shakes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What so, flavor did you have A today? urine smoothie. What, what flavor shake do you have today? I had a chocolate and I had a strawberry. I think nasty. So you just need a vanilla for a Neapolitan. I've got a vanilla one in there. It's <laughs> going for the trifecta. Yeah. Wow. That's all they have? They don't have banana? I don't know if they have banana or not. I used to think like that word was Napoleon. And I couldn't understand I did why, too. why they named fucking ice cream after Napoleon. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I did too. All right. So, Tegretol is an anti-seizure drug and a mood stabilizer. <clears throat> she was prescribed antipsychotic drugs during the course of the religious rites um, and took them frequently until 10 months before her death. Desperate to find help help for their young daughter, the parents continued to reach out to the church for guidance. They finally reached out to a priest named Ernest Alt. <laughs> Ernie. Ernie? Yeah. Ernie the priest. No. This guy Father was Ernie. Probably, he probably wasn't even a real priest. Probably not. He the probably priest. had one of those churches that on the 
I love this. Storefront churches. Wait a minute. I love this. Let me read this part. Yeah, he's, they saw him on a bus sign. Mm-hmm. The priest, on seeing Annalise, declared that <clears throat> she didn't look like an epileptic, and he didn't see her having any seizures. She don't look like no damn epileptic to me. Yeah. She ain't, well, she ain't a shaking and a quivering. Yeah. Well, they found what happened is they found a priest that would that would do listen. To yeah, him. that would uh, reaffirm what they already thought was going on. Uh, Alt believes she was suffering from demonic possession and urged the local bishop to allow an exorcism. In a letter to the bishop, Ur- first of all, he, he, his last name only has three letters. In mm-hmm. I just want to point that out. Alt A L T. I don't think yes. you should be able to be called Alt. I mean, don't that mean? I mean, that's one syllable. Yeah. That's amazing. That's an amazing, amazing what's break his we middle took name? from the story. He should be Ernest Lee Alt. I bet he is if we it's look him up. Ernest T. Alt, Ernest Lee Alt, something like that. Okay. So, in a letter in 1975, Annalise wrote, I'm nothing. Everything about me is vanity. What should I do? I have to improve. You pray for me. And also once told him I want to suffer for other people, but this is so cruel. Yeah, she was at kind of at you know she was uh, at wit's not, end. Wit's end, not doing very well, and then you know she's just looking for answers, and uh, this guy is telling her, "Oh yeah, you're you're possessed." So well, clearly, you know, and clearly you don't look like that. Aside from the urine drinking and bug eating, you know, woman saying, "I want to suffer for other people, and I'm willing to, you know, pay for your own sins." I I wouldn't mind having somebody pay for my own sins. What does an epileptic look like? Um, it depends on when you catch him, I guess. Well, okay. sometimes yeah, but apparently she, she didn't have any seizures when he was around. So he says he he, no, give her, he, he, he gives her the all clear. Well, well thank yeah. God for that. Yeah, you know what? You don't look like epileptic to me. I am not epileptic. <laughs> See, yeah, I hit that one right <laughs> on na- the nose. Nailed yeah. it. I nailed it. Yeah. Um, in Doctor Kerner. Yes. No, you're not getting another title. <laughs> in September of the same year, Bishop Joseph Stengel. Granted the priest... Was he the pri- one of the Nazis? He might have been. I don't know. <laughs> granted the priest named Arnold Renz permission to exercise according to the ritual... <laughs> okay, right. so he's going to do an exorcism. So far we yeah. got an Ernest and an Arnold in yeah, he, But he this. ordered it in total secrecy. Well, I think Ernest kind of got fucked because he's no, the one no, that he's in, he, No, he's, he's included. He's an assistant on this. Oh. <laughs> That's what I want. Arnie and... Arnie and Ernest to come over and get the demon out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well just invite Lanny. The Roman ritual, which for whatever reason, <laughs> we're going to have to invite Arnold and Ernie to the one of our podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the Roman ritual, which Tim tried to have me pronounce in Latin up there, <laughs> before, is one of you the. You can't do it. No. Ritual. Ritual. No. Romanium. Of 1614. I got 1614. I actually looked that up to see what it was, and it was like a lot of religious stuff. But I said, yeah. <laughs> I got bored. So it's one, of the, it's one of the official ritual works of the Roman Rite of the Catholic Church and contains the process for exorcism of demons. Okay, this is a sound. So they need a old priest and a young priest, so maybe that's, that's what they have. Ernest was an old guy. Well, let me just Arnold say this. Was the yeah, the, the Ernest guy had done these before. Uh, or not, uh, not the earnest. Uh, and for Arnie, 1995, Arnie. he'll come mm-hmm. and do it for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me, I, you know, and I don't want to say anything bad about religion, but you know, it's pretty boring stuff when you read it. 
Well, yeah. An exorcism? No, no, no. I'm talking. Well, he couldn't even get to that part. Well, it depends on what parts of the Bible you're talking about. Now, you got you got some parts of the Bible where just thousands of people getting slaughtered. Yeah, I, I mean, must not have read that part. I read part about Romans you know, and turn the other cheek and stuff like that. It's kind of boring. No, nah, that's boring shit. But you get into you got to read the you know, Old Testament stuff. There's mm-hmm. your fire and brimstone. Yeah. Well, but uh, yeah, that's where you stone and you get to stone people I know. and shit. Like devil over here, she got that looked like a fifty fifty shirt to me, devil. What do you mean fifty fifty? You can't mix. You, you can't, can't mix, mix fabrics. Fabrics. Can't mix oh, fabrics. Oh, uh, you got you got a blend. Hmm? Is that a blend? She's got a blend on her. Like polyester, we got to stone them. We got to take her outside, bury her up to her neck, and stone. Well, I wasn't can planning we, on doing that today. Wait, I can be stoned for this. Really? Yeah, you can. Yeah, <laughs> finally. All right. I, I hadn't planned on stoning anyone today, but I. I Don't you guys have to read the lottery, the movie, the, or the book, the lottery. Yeah. We yeah, have. That's so. a good book. Yeah. All right. So stoning in that. That's what. So the Henry wrote. It was much more interesting than the Bible. Are we good? Okay. You done clucking chickens? Yeah, but it wasn't old Henry. I'm going to look at it. All right. So these two priests performed the first session on October 24th, 1975. Once the priest was granted permission to perform the exorcism sessions, Annalise completely stopped all medical treatment and relied only on religious healing. That sounds like a good idea. Well, sure. It is ill-advised for anyone undergoing psychiatric treatment for epilepsy or psychological disturbances, respectively, to quit. This is our public service announcement from the dweebs. If you got some kind of psychological disorder and you're on medication, which I would say 97, 88 percent of our listeners are, um, do not forsake that medication for religion, because it probably, even if you join the Church of the Latter Day Colonel, I do not. Endorse that. Okay, I say go. Please the the lottery was written by Shirley Jackson. Yeah, Shirley Jackson, which was close to Oh Henry, dumb fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I just threw that out. (laughs) Wow. So it's yeah. Dumb fuck. I mean, what you? Old Henry. Oh Henry. I said not old Henry. I said oh Henry. (laughs) Old Henry. It's done. Elderly Hank. Failure to take certain prescriptions. the last few shows. <laughs> for, uh, Failure to take certain prescription medications. He's feeling like a badass because his legs are all worked out now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, failure to take certain prescription medications or to consult with a doctor before completing. I'm like Rocky when he's like jumping on. You're you not. Know, <laughs> he's at the top of the stairs. With your jacket on, yeah, <laughs> and your and your floppy ear hat, I'm you know what? You need, to some, <laughs> you need to get some boxing headgear so and nobody can a, catch you. I on need a side of beef that I can just like pound. <laughs> I have a ham sandwich at home. I'm feeding the shit out of it. Baloney. You, you do not have a ham sandwich at home. You lying fucker. He got, he got two slices of Domino's pizza Maybe. in his refrigerator. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, if I ever get a ham sandwich, I'll put some Fritos on it. How about we don't talk about food? How about that, fuckers? Okay. Let's just, just move on. You eat, can't eat soup. Big pizza. I have, I have tomato soup, but it's so bad. It's you can't so even put no crackers bad. in the soup. No. No vegetable soup? No. What kind? Of, why are they fucking with you like that? I don't know why they hate me. Bastards. I'm, I'm so nice. I don't know why they hate me. Okay, so this wouldn't be a solid food, but could you eat the mint that I have? I don't know. 
I don't think so. I think I just can, I might be able to shoot. Yes, the cheeseburgers out of the question, motherfuckers. So pizza? anyway, you can't put pizza in a blender. It and liquefies pizza smoothie. Pizza no, smoothie. No, like eventually I yeah. could do that, but I oh, don't. Oh, that'd think be so. badass. Pizza smoothies. No, it would not be badass. Put it in the freezer. It would be yeah. So nasty. Then put it in the microwave. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're mm-hmm. so nasty. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's some Fritos in there. I'm glad I didn't <laughs> eat. All right, thank you. I feel better about not eating now. <laughs> Um, failure to take certain prescription medications or to consult with a doctor before completely suspending the use of prescribed medication can cause symptoms of many neurological or psychological disorders. Well, thank God Timmy put that in because I'm not sure we would have known Another that disclaimer that. from the... Right. Yeah, we cannot I be try to dumb this show down as much as possible for you guys. For us? For us? Yes. I think you just insulted our whole listenership. No, no, I have to for you guys so you can read it. Because apparently, yeah, because we're the ones with pronunciation <laughs> issues. Well, you can't read Latin, apparently. Yeah, my bad. I got this it. coming from the man who can't say mole. <laughs> oh, heel. Or heel. Continue, or please. Or autopsy. <laughs> Continue, please. The priest performed 67 exorcisms over Annalise. Uh, for a period of about 10 months, her condition, her condition only worsened. Holy shit. I mean, 67? I, it was, it's like two a week. I figured it out. It's like two a week, and they lasted for like four hours. Four, yeah, yeah, four hours each. You, yeah. know, you know, and what if you're the priest? And what if, what if something comes up? I mean, you're, you know, you got a PTA meeting or something. Do you cancel the exorcism? Do you reschedule? Well, how many do you do before you just say, fuck it, it ain't working? I wonder if you can do well, it through Skype. Really 67, isn't mm-hmm. it? What if you could do it through Skype? I think you have to be uh, there to throw water. Oh. Yeah, throw no, water. I think you can get a, a proxy to throw water. I don't for think you. so. I think the priest has no, to hold it's like, it. The power of exorcism by proxy. No, priest can deputize people. Did you not? The priest can't deputize people. Yeah, they can't. Did you not see people. the exorcist? <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah, no. I think he I think he can deputize. <laughs> yeah. Deputize. Assistant, assistant priest. Is that yeah. what we would be? Is yeah. deputized. Yeah, we'd be deputized. Online. You can get that. You can do that online. Yeah. All right. So, during the rituals, you know, she's carrying out some highly disturbing actions. Here we go. She would scream uncontrollably, cuss repeatedly, and threaten the priest and even her parents. That well, sounds, that sounds like Mrs. Colonel on a bad day. Yeah, that's a Tuesday. Yeah. This <clears> next <throat> part, not so much. She licked her own urine off the floor. She ate flies, spiders, and coal. She bit the head off a dead bird. She's kind of a boner killer, I gotta tell you. Well, I gotta tell you one I mean, you see a picture, she's an attractive girl, but you hear all this stuff and she kind of turns you off. Here's one for you. In one instance, she crawled under a table and barked like a dog for two days. (laughs) Now, that's a little hot. That's terrible. That's kind of hot. I I hear you. He he is. No, because I think, here's the, I think, I'm laughing because I think most of this, I mean, I think a lot of this bullshit. 
Oh, I'm calling bullshit on a lot of this. You're calling shenanigans. All right. Yes. Uh, she could be. She could often be heard screaming through the walls for hours. Yeah, hold on. That sounds like Mrs. Cardinal right there. <laughs> screaming, get the fuck off me so I can watch TV. <laughs> Ow. No. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. She tearing, So tearing off her clothes and pissing on the floor just became like a regular thing. Yeah. So they throw down some pee-pee pads for yeah. her, I guess. Well, Colonel, have you ever peed in the shower? Well, I believe that showers are meant... in the shower. The showers are meant for uh, urinating. Okay. Yeah. Now, I, let's I, take I us not, one step. I have not defecated in the shower. <laughs> How about have you peed uh, while taking a bath? I do not believe I, I I couldn't tell you the last time I took a bath, Timmy. Okay. Have you ever peed in a sink? Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I peed in the sink just before. Okay. Before we came in here. Brandy. Somebody because I it, it's better than soaking the dishes, Timmy. Have you ever peed in a sink? Yes. Okay. Continue. Now hold on, I gotta know this one. When girls pee in the sink, do they gotta sit on the sink? Yeah. Because I seen a woman one time. Isn't there, isn't there uh, the possibility that the that the whole thing would come down? The sink would collapse if you put too much pressure. I mean, if you're sitting on it, sinks are pretty sturdy. Okay. Well, and, but here's the thing, and I know what you're getting ready to say. Do you think there should be urinals for women? No. But if you care to check it, sinks sit up a little bit higher, mm-hmm. so it would be really hard to get that arc. No, I just seen a woman standing against a wall. And she just stood against the wall, peed against the wall like a man. Yeah. So I was not sure if you, I could you manipulate the angle. You can, which, but listen to what I'm telling you. But you can't give it arc. It's hard to give it arc. It's like a free to throw. get into the sink. Yeah, it's like a free throw. Yeah, you can't do that to get it into the sink. Okay. That's much more difficult. And when would you pee into the sink? When the bathroom, when the bathroom was really busy and you have to wait at the bar and. Okay, so you did this in public. Or if oh, you don't yeah. like the people having a Christmas dinner party. All right. Continue, please. Haven't you ever seen Bridesmaids? They shit in the sink in that movie. You know, uh, okay, I'll, I'll quick one here. My nope, brother had not. a guy. Have you ever walked into the restroom and think, did I walk into the men's or did I walk into women's? <laughs> Just today I did, because I was on the first <laughs> and floor. And then you're so relieved to see the urinals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, my brother had this guy, and this guy said something nice, or not nice to my brother, but Something just rude to my brother. Mm-hmm. Pissed my brother off, and my brother thought, I can't beat him up because he's just too little. And uh, But this guy had a collection of tropical fish that he just loved. So my brother walked over and pissed in his tropical fish tank. Oh. Killed about half the fish. Your darling. Hmm? Your brother's just a darling. He's dead now. He's dead now, God rest his soul. Yes. But that yeah, that was honest. that was one of his legendary things, pissing in the guy's tropical fish tank. Seems wrong. Mm. Okay, we good now? Yeah, Annalise. Okay, uh, so she Mike was McKell. Yeah, so she's pissing on the floor all the time. Yeah, so she's a mess. She is a hot mess. Okay. They had to let her out they had to let her outside to pee. She just pees <laughs> on the floor. Uh, she would have terrible convulsions and she would jerk from head to toe. These two shady priests, Ernest and Arnold grappled with her demons and recorded 42 of the sessions on tape. Yeah, and they're they're available online. Uh, I listened to some of it, and it just really was just mumbling. I couldn't really make anything out. But you got to watch because there's some phony ones online, you know, that claims to be the original tapes, and they're not. Fuckers. Yeah. There ain't no nudity in them. No. The priest claims... No, it's not. It's audio tape, not video tape. 
The priest claimed that Annalise was possessed by six demonic entities. She would go into violent rages and pound her head against the walls of her bedroom. Some of the entities that were named by Annalise included Nero, Hitler, Judas, Cain, and Lucifer. That's five. Any of those could have been looked up in an encyclopedia brick Well, and, and you mm-hmm. know, why don't she have someone named Elmer? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why or Vlad. I mean, these are all pretty well-known people. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's questionable. So, the priest would talk to these demons who would refer to Annalise in the third person, calling her a snotty-nosed brat and claiming that she'd been damned since before birth. You know, uh, somehow a demon's calling a kid a snotty-nosed brat is not somehow... You know, it seems like there's worse things you could say if you're a demon. You would think, yeah. What? I mean, I'm noticing, yeah, snotty-nosed brat seems kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Tame. Snotty-nosed brat. So, over the final year of her life... I mean, he didn't use the C word or anything. No. I think Hitler would have used the C word. Hello? Yeah. Nero, for sure. Yeah, Nero, or Lucifer. That motherfucker cussed like... Lucifer would have grabbed her right by the hoo-ha. He he cusses like a sailor. Mm. Over the final year of her life... You're a good friend. Yeah, friend. Annalise received no medical care at her own demand was put through 67 exorcism sessions. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Annalise stopped taking all her psychotra- all her medication, um, but they began to take her to- their toll on Annalise, these, these, you know, marathon exorcisms. Yeah, and then not, over, not giving her her meds. Yeah, over, over time, the ligaments in her knees ruptured due to the 600 genuflections that she performed obsessively like, during every exorcism session. Fall into her knees and... Praying. It's an act of reverence consisting of falling onto one or both knees. Hmm. I never called it a genuflection. I just called it a lucky night. <laughs> <laughs> You're so going to hell. <laughs> on yeah, June, that was pretty good. On <laughs> June, um, you know, on he June thirtieth, well, he doesn't shine very often. <laughs> that was a pretty good. His line. star is dim, but yeah. <laughs> On June 30th, 1976, during her last rite of exorcism before her death, too weak and emaciated to perform the genuflections on her own, Annalise's parents, oh, they were helpy helpertons, stood and helped carry her through the motions. Yeah, so here's this little kid, 19-year-old kid, who's down to skin and bones now, barely alive. Yeah. And they're... They're helpful. They're, yeah, they're, they're, you know, helping her... Go through these uh, this, these rituals. Uh, Annalise began talking increasingly about dying to atone for the wayward youth of the day and the apostate 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 priest of the of the church. of the modern church. Yeah, the church uh, was the bad up. priest, yeah. and she refused to eat towards the end. She started to lose weight drastically. Uh, at the last ritual, she weighed only 68 pounds. Yeah, there, and there's pictures that we're not going to post. The, I don't think I'll post pictures of her. I'll post a picture of her when she was healthy. Okay. But the picture, there's, if you want to see them, they're online. She, she, you know, she's just, she looks like a Holocaust victim. She's no. so, so small. She'd suffered broken knees because of all the you bending. Know, bending and yeah, yeah, whatever. And she was unable to move without assistance. And she'd also contracted pneumonia. Yeah, so these two priests and her parents putting her through this shit without any medical care, without right. any... Uh, on the 1st of July, 1976, Annalise died in her home. She was only 23 years old. 
And she had predicted that she would die. She she had predicted that all of her um, suffering would end on July first. Not that she would die, but all her suffering would be over, and that's when she died. No, my troubles, Lord, will soon be over. So these fucking priests uh, and her parents basically watched her watched her waste away. Watched her waste away, and we were talking before this and. We had that conversation, and, and you know, we talked about Sylvia Likens and the case where the woman, the little girl, was tortured and starved to death and eventually died. And I, I mean, other than intent, because her parents certainly didn't intend for her to die, but it's a you know, it's the same, you know, the results the actually intent. They just passed a law last week in Tennessee, um, the uh, religious exemption law that you for a minor you cannot. Um, do faith healing and stuff on them now. That's in Tennessee. Good. Yeah, which I mean, I thought was an odd place, Tennessee, to because they have a lot. They of do have a lot of, 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 and it came from a girl um, that she came in, and when, by the time they took her to urgent care, she had a, a tumor as big as a grapefruit on the shoulder that was tearing, starting to tear up the skin or stretch it real bad. Um, they sent her immediately to the emergency room, but the parents did not go to the emergency room. They just took her back home, and the girl died, and they have charged, since charged the parents. And Good. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm all for people, you know, religion is fine with me, but... Now, if you don't want to get a blood transfusion, that's one thing. If someone who is eight, not 18 years old needs a blood transfusion and you say they don't get a see that's the whole thing if you want to take your life into your own hands that's mm, your business and die that's your business yeah, go exactly. ahead and do it when it comes to taking other people's lives into your hands you just don't get to do that well and you know it's it, you wouldn't just, let a two year old walk right, out on the highway right it's irresponsible well, the, the and it's, take care of it's mm-hmm. neglectful so what happened next Colonel well there was an autopsy ordered because, you know, just because when they're in that little religious bubble, well, they can get by with what they want. But now somebody's dead and you get into the real world. Right. And this shit just don't fly. <clears throat> so the autopsy report stated that the cause was malnutrition and dehydration because of being in a semi-starvation state for almost a year <clears throat> while the rites of exorcism were performed. Oh, these idiots. Now, the coroner maintained that Annalise's death could have been prevented even one week before she died with proper care. Yeah, if they had done force feeding, she would have she would have made it. 1976, the state charged her parents and Ernie and Arnold with negligent homicide. The trial started on March 30, 1978, in the district court and drew very intense interest. You know, you make a good point, though. <coughs> I mean, I never thought of it in this context. Uh, and and I, though I do think her parents and these priests were neglectful, but she was nineteen at the time, right? So, well, I mean, she but was, I don't think she was. She had the mental capacity to um, maybe not yet. Yeah, I think that was it. That she didn't have because of her psychological problems. She didn't have capacity to make her those those decisions. And you know the other thing is, if you're walking by somebody who got a knife stuck, knife wound in the chest, and whatever, there ain't no law that says you got to help them. Right. But there's a law that says you can't put a knife wound in the damn chest. Right. You know, and they kind of created all this. 
So anyway, before the court, um, doctors testified that might that uh, Angelis, yes, Annalise was not possessed. Um, stating this was a psychological effect because of a strict religious upbringing and her epilepsy. But Dr. Richard Roth, who was asked for medical help by all, allegedly told her during the exorcism, there is no injection against the devil, Annalise. Yeah, this medical doctor wanted to sit in on some of the exorcisms, and they let him, this Dr. Roth. And, you know, so, I mean, he wasn't charged, but as far as I'm concerned, he, you know... He, he was party to this. And, you know, and he's wrong, too, because if you come to the church, or the first church of the Latter-day Colonel, mm-hmm. we will give you vaccinations against the devil. Really? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, you got to be a full member, I 1995 see. I see. You get a flu shot for that as well? Flu shot, pneumonia shot, streptococcus shot, whatever. Yeah, fucking streptococcus. You yeah. Watch out for that shit. Now, anyway, the tape recordings were played to the court of the exorcism of 11 months, which led to her death. The priests were defended by lawyers retained by the church and claimed that the exorcism was legal and that the German Constitution protected citizens in the unrestricted exercise of their religious beliefs. That's where you're getting back to just what you were talking about, the law in Tennessee. Yeah. That's my big beef with uh, organized religion is here they are just in this example. Religion is fine when it's what people believe, whatever, that's great. Find them comfort, whatever. But then it becomes organized. And, and when it becomes organized, the church becomes just like any other organization, whether it's British Petroleum, whether it's the uh, Gambino family, whether it's government, and they, they protect their own. So when some shit goes down, it's all about protecting the organization. Like here, you know, they lawyered up so that the church could not be sued. Just, you know, the same way with what happened with the, you know, the, the abuse with the priest. So it's, you know, like I said, I'm okay with the religion, but organized religion can suck at times. Well, Timmy, you're going straight to hell. Probably. Well, to get back to the story. I thought you was going to defend the Church of the Colonel. No, this is a Catholic church. Well, I mean, it's a Catholic church in this instance, but I'm talking about Well, the Church of Latter-day Colonel is different, Timmy, than the Catholic Uh, church in that we would never have allowed. See, what we would have done was we would have told the girl, take your meds. Mm-hmm. Come to the room. Here's some bugs. Here's a bottle to catch your urine. You just go ahead and go at it. I see. Try not to pee on the floor. I see. You're a much more uh, advanced. Yeah, well, sure. We're church. a progressive church. Timmy. I see. We would have gave her her injection against the devil, and uh, she would have been fine. Hmm? Against brandy? Yeah, against brandy. Brandy would not have been able to show her face. Brandy slash Lucifer. Yeah. She was probably the Brandy was probably the sixth demon that we couldn't come up That's with. That's the one we couldn't find. Uh-huh. Yeah, Brandy. Yeah. With that done? Because I'm not bothering the two of you fuckers. Go ahead. No, of course you're not bothering us. You're sitting over there playing Candy Crush. I Would you like a cheeseburger? <laughs> I believe he's found your Achilles heel. <laughs> I believe he's about ready to find my fucking foot of his ass. <laughs> Continue, Colonel. <laughs> I get a little scared when she gets that look on her face now. So anyway, now both of these priests insisted on <clears throat> on that. They claimed demons identified themselves as Lucifer, Cain, Judas, Isca- Judas Iscariot, 
Hitler and Nero, amongst others. Brandy. They further stated she was finally <coughs> freed because of the exorcism right before her death. Oh, of course. Right it there. worked. Right before her death. Good it job. When a slimy, nasty, snot-covered demon named Brandy crawled really? out of her belly. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they didn't claim that, but they did claim that. They had a hamburger in one hand <laughs> and a protein shake in the other. But they did claim that the, uh, the operation was a success, but the patient died. Yeah. Yeah. So the prosecution maintained that um, Annalise's strange behavior was a result of a deteriorating physical and mental health. They also noted that the two recordings were very similar to those in the blockbuster movie The Exorcist which was released just two years prior. Yeah, so there was a, you know, it, the thought is here that uh, what they, you know, what she was doing is just parenting shit that she saw in the movie The Exorcist. Yeah. Did you see ever see The Exorcist? Come? I did, I did. I, I mean, did you not remember, like what she did with the cross. I know, but you know, that was a big movie when it came out. I mean, yeah. it was popular. Continue, uh, Colonel. Bishop, Bishop Mengali. No, Stangle. Stangle, well, just like Mengali said that he was not aware of an alarming health condition when he approved of this exorcism, and he did not testify. So if he did not testify, how could he testify well, that he was not aware? Again, circling the again, wagons. Contradictions. Yeah, they're circling the wagons because, you know. See, all you, you don't need exorcism. You just need a good laying on the hands, Timmy. Good laying on the hands. Yeah, now, I won't whatever. work with the devil over here. I try it. Um, her, her devilishness is too powerful. Um, lightning yeah. bolts that fly out of ass and whatnot. But yeah. so anyway, the accused were found guilty of manslaughter resulting from this negligence and sentenced to six months in jail, which was later suspended because apparently they must have raped her too. So anyway, and three years of probation. So the rape thing was a social commentary. Like yes, um, but yes, they basically got three years probation for this. <clears throat> It was a far lighter sentence than had been anticipated. It is a far, far lighter sentence than I have anticipated, as Shakespeare would say. I see, Colonel. But it was more than the re- but it was more than was requested by the prosecution. Jesus, who had asked that the priest only be fined a wee amount, and that the parents be found guilty but not punished. Here's the thing. Yeah, they they said that the parents had suffered enough. Here's the thing again. It's like you know, killing your pros- parents and you saying, fucking suffered, prosecution in bed with the church. Yeah. And this is how this shit gets that's just how this shit goes down. Now the Catholic Church later agreed that Annalise Michael had been suffering from severe mental disorder and it was concluded she had not been possessed by demons. Oh well, my bad. No. The church, however, later did say that one Brandy Scott Herman was in fact possessed by demons, but exorcism, up to this point, there's been 117 attempts, have failed. Continue, Colonel, with the story. Yeah, Colonel. So, the church approving such an old-fashioned exorcism right drew public and media attention. The case has been labeled as a misidentification of mental illness, negligence, abuse, and religious hysteria. Now, years after their daughter's death, Annalise's parents still maintained that she had been possessed. After the trial, the parents asked authorities 
for permission to exhume the remains of their daughter. They wanted to see if the demon was still in there and yeah, dig it out. It basically. The official reason was presented by the parents to authorities was that she had been buried in undue hurry in a cheap coffin. But the real request for this, Timmy, mm-hmm. the real request may have been that a Carmelite nun from the district of Agua, southern Bavaria, told the parents that she'd had a vision of their daughter's still intact body, which authenticated the supernatural character of this case, Timmy. Yeah, so this nun tells her she has visions of her daughter. So, God. so they asked to they asked permission to um, exhume the body. But what happens next? Almost two years after the burial, her decomposed body was put in a new oak coffin lined with tin. So the demons were trapped in there forever. Yeah, but you the key word you said there was decomposed body. She wasn't intact. Yeah, I'm I actually well, and shame that, on that nun. Shame on her. Well, shame on all of them. Well, they were no, all just weirdos. Shame a pox on her house. And see, and that's how I feel about organized religion. I, I, I'm no, I don't. I mean, this one in this case, we're talking about Catholics, but I mean the Catholic religion. But the, really, the pox on all their houses. They're all. They're. Uh, never mind. You know, Timmy, did you ever watch? And, and it's kind of consistent. I'm not against religion. Years. I'm just against organized religion. When, did you watch but True Detective all good. the first season? I, if people believe yes. whatever they want mm-hmm. to believe, but I'm just saying. Well, Matthew it, McConaughey says, when the first monkey said to the other monkey, hey, that guy up there and pointed to the sun said, you should give me some of your shit. I mean, at the end of the day, that's kind of how I feel about it, is that churches are a uh, way to redistribute wealth. Um well, like I say, they just take they do on a lot of good. They, they take on the, they take on they become like any other organization, and they look out after the organization. It's more important than you know the people that they're in 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 the organization or the people they serve. It becomes just like a a, a government, the government or a, a, a big business or. You know, a mob family, whatever. Well, it's it, because when they, it's because they circle the wagons. Back in the old days, when you you know you were born into nobility, um, you could the only way you could get any political power, Timmy, was to join the church, because the church had all the political power. One of the reasons priests could not be married is because the church wanted their property when they died. Um, so. The whole problem with when you get into organized religion becomes human nature and how it reacts with power. When you give people power, they abuse it. That's really what it is. Yeah, and it's, and, uh, and this is a perfect example of that. Yeah, and then once they have power and abuse that power, they try to uh, yeah they, they circle, try to cover they it up. And, yeah, just so, like they did with the um, sex abuse cases. Yeah, so I think that's I think that's the case with any church that you're involved in. Oh yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm I'm not. Any, you know, I'm not just saying this about. Oh no, I'm, but I'm saying that's human nature that you when you get power, people abuse it, and um, and it becomes all about saving saving your own ass. Yeah, or worse, and saving the church instead of doing the right thing. Yeah, as in this case, you know, they lawyered up. This poor little girl's dead. Because of religious malpractice, mm-hmm. and you know she, 
it, it was complete negligence on their part. But, you know, no one's going to pay for it. You know, no, no, there's no consequence for it because the state is in, you know, in bed with the church. So, I mean, really nothing happens. Girl dies for no reason. Nothing happens. Yeah, her grave today is a pilgrimage center for fringe believers. Jesus. Now, the number of officially sanctioned exorcisms has decreased in Germany due to this case. In spite of Pope Benedict XVI's support for wider use of it compared to Pope John Paul II, who previously made the rules more strict, involving only very rare cases in 1999. Three films. The Exorcism of Emily Rose, which focuses on this, on the court case, really, and not the exorcism. Mm -hmm. Requiem and Annalise, the exorcist tapes, are loosely based on her story. Now, in 2013, a fire broke out and destroyed the house where Annalise grew up, Timmy. Coincidence? I think not. Although police said it was a case of arson, local town people attributed to the demons that escaped from Annalise and burn the house down, Timmy. Oh, I'm calling bullshit. I'm just telling you what they said. Brandy, your final thoughts on the exorcism of Annalise McGill. Yeah. Shame on all those people. That was just, there's no reason for it. Pox on their house. Shame, shame on them. Yeah, it's a sad story. Because they're the adults. They were supposed to be the adults and take care of her. Uh, Colonel, your final thoughts on the... I got no thoughts on this one, Timmy. I think it's just uh, one of those twisted things that the poor girl was mentally ill and she did not have people taking care of her that should have been taking care of her. Okay, so, Brandy, do you have any shout-outs? They do. They do. Um, Chandra. Shonda. Shonda. Olivia. Uh, Angelo, Brandy, uh, Brian Lawton, Heather Poole, Jeff Chestnut, Lady Beverly. Uh, Would you leave Be- Lady Beverly is mine. And no, and Angie. Uh, we we're thinking of you today, Angie and Allie. Angie and Allie, absolutely. We we're yeah. definitely thinking about yes. you. Yes, we are. Um, That's all. I got a few. Okay. Of course you do. I got Colton, of course. Colton. Andy. Um, the lovely Tasha. Amber Croup. Big John Holmes. Angie Ball. Liz Evans. Thank you. Um, Katya. How are you, Katya? Patty Wooten. Denny McNamara. Fallon. Annalise. Stacy Lynn. Teresa Slavin, Angelo, Jim Barron, Angela Cobes. Ooh, yes. Oh, wait a minute, I got one. Steve Miller. Steve Miller. Steve Miller. I was getting to, get to Steve Miller. Yeah. No, Steve Miller's mine. He's uh, uh, one of our newer uh, members of History to Reads, the podcast page. Long-time uh, listener, first-time caller. Yes. Yeah. So thank you for joining the page, Steve. Sorry about the Steve Miller jokes. Band, Steve uh, Miller band jokes. Got Sean Hughes, Brandy McBride, Erica, Bridget. Lisa Lawton is uh, also, you mentioned Brian. So Okay. Lisa. The whole Trowbridge family, we're throwing you all in together. Kim oh, Taylor, of seem course. right. Tommy Boomershine, Mary Ray, the lovely Jahara. <clears throat> Samantha LeClaire. 
Samantha LeClaire, Janet, Irish, lovely Irish last Janet Fitzgerald. Yes. Yay. Maggie Chris, and Glover. Chris and Britt. Lindsay Rollins. Le- would you? I'm sorry. I get carried away. Rochelle Burden. Burden. Son of a bitch. He continues to fucking talk, doesn't he? What do you yeah. say? Well, you're dicking around. I'm moving on. Dicking around. I want to go to Scotland. Um, okay. Sandy September, of course. You cannot. You cannot. Amanda Bocce Ball. You cannot become the manager of the uh, Stonehenge show. Blow me. I can't if I want. No, you're Amy not Payne. I'm more than qualified. And we got another lovely Irish last. K.S. Douglas is a new member of our page as well. Yeah. And Matthew. Okay. Matthew What's it take to Did be you the put Gabriella Lewis down there? Because I no. got her as a new member. I can mow the grass. You and put I can, everybody I mean, else. What, you don't have to polish those things. Well, you They're have to count them there. every day. Well, I can do that and I can mow. Look, if you motherfuckers don't stop talking while I do the shout outs, I'm going to take my microphone and go home. She wants to be a manager of Stonehenge. There's no no managing of Stonehenge, for fuck's sake. Yes, there is. No, they've been there for 10,000 years. There was a job posting for a a position. But she's not qualified. Stonehenge. Have you ever managed any other. uh, Have you managed the Grand Canyon? I've worked with Rocks. Except for that big Yappa of yours? That might be the Grand Canyon. Every day. Yeah, yeah. Who else, Colonel? Let's see. I I said I was trying to get in there. Another lovely Irish lass, Frances Doughton. Frances, yes. Um, She's on. She's one of the Colonels. I would like to call her Fritz. I'm, you Sarah know, Spaghetti. I, I, I don't think your uh, fan base is as, as well, great you as just, you seem you know, to claim. You worry about what you're doing over there. What about so. uh, Brittany and Chris? I got Brittany and Chris. All right. Um, Sarah Celine, Spaghetti. You are not letting him do his thing. I know. You're fucking jumping in here while... M. Waterfall. How do you pronounce Amanda's last name, Colonel? Okay, I'm not going to do any more. And when these people start writing in... Now continue, Colonel, please. We got, of course, Tiffany. Tiffinator. The Tiffinator. Nicole and Shannon, of course. Um, Jahara, lovely Jahara. Jennifer Burdick. Ali, of course. And the lovely Ms. Barnes. Karen Barnes. Bonds. Karen Barnes. Barnes. Karen and Barnes. Bond. Gene Bond. Gene Bond. Karen Barnes is pissed at you because you left. She's on Team Colonel and you left her out. I got her here. Well, not, not this time. Lindsay Last Mullen, time. did you put her down? She's yes. a new listener. Yes, I did. Um, Elise. Trish Hillard. Elise, Trish Hillard. Teresa Slavin. Yes. Tara. Jennifer Seaman. Yes, Jennifer and Linda. Jennifer and Linda. We Go. had a... No, you, you a keep Larry, going to me. No, Larry... Because I got a list here. Let me, let me say, Larry, Larry left you, us... Larry, yeah, he left us a very nice review on Oh, iTunes. that's true. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate that. Um, Carlos Perez and Olivia. Stephanie Quick out there in uh, San Francisco Bay Area. Michael mm-hmm. Birdsall. And his Sydney. lovely girlfriend, Sydney. Mm-hmm. And their beautiful dog, Wonder. Wonder. Yes. Missy Horton-Dean. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna let you just okay. Tommy Boomer Take it over. Shine. Take it over. Where you said Tommy Boomer Shine. Well, let's say it twice. Continue, Colonel. Just so nice we said it twice. No, I'm done. I'm done. You're I'm done? done. I'm done. Yeah, Maggie Glover. I got her. Larry, Carlos, Olivia. All right. You probably missed something. Jennifer Jahara. I got Olivia. Jessica okay. Bishop. All right. All right. Do we have anyone else? We're ready to go. We do not. Okay. 
Did you say Monica, who had a birthday recently? Marvin Hammond down there in Australia. Jim Barron. Jim Barron. Jim Barron, the we'll torturer. Get Casey on soon. Yes, yes. Andy, you forgot Andy. Did I? Yes. I'm See, looking off a list you gave me. Well, you need to Kim Taylor. You didn't even mention Kim Taylor. What? I, how do you pronounce Am, Amanda's last name? Motherfucker, I said Kim Taylor like four times. Three or four. Because you kept interrupting. How me. do you say? Uh, Jamie Tarantino, thank you very much. He you should look and see how many steps you have in. Uh, I have uh, Amanda. How do you pronounce Amanda's last name? Cobes. No. Oh, Amanda Bocce Ball. Amanda Fenton Bocce Ball. I don't think that's how you pronounce I think it's totally it. Mm-hmm. I think you nailed it. John Cunningham. Okay, I have 15,057 steps in so far today. And it's only 2.45. Well, we should wrap this up then so you can get some more. Okay, so um, we get everyone. Okay, yes. when, when is, uh, where can people, f- no, my mom. And the lovely and wonderful Dottie Scott. Okay, so where can, uh, in Waterfall. Yes. Motherfucker, we've done. <laughs> yeah. Where can people find us, Brandy? find us on Facebook. Facebook. Yes, we have two pages on Facebook. We have History Dweebs page where we post um, history stuff, and then we have the page where we interact with listeners. That's History Dweebs, the podcast group. So join that page. Uh, all the people we mention here are part of that group, and we would love to have you join as well. Is this Logan's uh, birthday week? Oh. Yesterday was my boy's 19th birthday. Happy birthday, Logan. Okay. He's, he's going to Chicago, leaving for Chicago tonight, and he will be up there till Sunday. Have a great time, Logan. So, um, where else can people find Twitter? Twitter. Twitter. My friend Sherry. Uh, hi, Sherry. Twitter, you can follow us at HistoryDweebs1. iTunes. iTunes, uh, please leave us a review. If you leave us a positive review, you're sure to get mentioned on our next show. And uh, Lipson. Yeah, Lipson. And Stitcher. Stitcher, Stitcher all the um, podcast apps. We're more popular than Captain Kangaroo. Oh, I know. Yes, yes. So we're a household name. Sure. So, um, any final thoughts, uh, Colonel? Before we leave, any words of wisdom you would like to impart? Well, I would like you. I would like you just all to uh, stay on your meds. I know. And, and Timmy said some bad things about churches. No, Keep no, going no, to your I, church. I, I Keep would, going no. to your church. Don't let him I, dissuade you. I, I, but for, God, for the love of God. No. I didn't say Stay that. on your meds. And, Nothing and, bad about religion, just organized religion. And I don't want to divulge any, any, break any HIPAA laws, but, you know, Tiffany and Jessica and Janet, don't come off your meds. You know what happens. You get all crazy and... Oh, my God. God. That is not um, a nice thing to say. All right. I'm just saying. Thank you, everybody, sure for listening. We'll see you next time. You remember what happened when Nicola came off her Give us a little uh, jailhouse rock. Colonel, to take us out. No. One for the money. What the hell was that? Two for the show. Three to get ready. Now no. we got to go. We'll see you all next time. Oh, sorry. My bad. See you next time on History Dweebs. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.